0: You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 169.
1: Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley.
0: Hello, Yummy Mummies. Welcome to the podcast. So I have had many, many requests that you guys want to hear more live coaching. So I emailed my list. I said, hey, who wants to get coach? And guess what? Kitsy wants to get coach. If any of you out there want to get coach, make sure you are on my email list. Go to lauraconley.com and then there'll be a pop-up. Add yourself to the email list because we do send emails out from time to time and you can come on and be my next guest coachee. So welcome to the podcast, Kitsy. I'm so grateful that you are here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? what you do and tell us what you want coaching on. I live in Seattle, Washington. I'm not a
1: normal yummy mummy because I'm a great grandmummy.
0: <laughs> I love it.
1: But um as I told Laura, the reason I'm doing this is because I'm 79 and I feel like I'm going into the best part of my life and I want to get this one issue that I've never had control over, under control before I die. (laughs) So um, I'm just, I mean, I feel like, like I said, I'm in such a good time of my life, but I really want this one issue also to be at the best time of my life.
0: I think that's a great little intro. So tell us a little bit about kind of what you're struggling with. She told me before the call, she's kind of struggling with a plateau. So give us the scoop Kitsy. Okay. All right. So um, in the
1: middle of October, I decided that I wanted to lose some weight. And this is really the first time I've ever lost weight for health every other time. And I mean, there are millions and I've been- <laughs> everything. To be as old as I am, I've done them all. And I've lost weight on all of them, big amounts of weight. And then I immediately gain it and more back. But this is the first time I've ever done it really because of health. And somehow that seems to have made it easier. Mm. So I, I kind of started in the middle of October. And then I added after I heard about um, no sugar and no flour I think I added that about the end of November and so I've lost 20 pounds but now really for three weeks I've stayed the same and I feel very good it's not like it's not like I'm ever screwing up because I'm thinking different it's and I'm not eating sugar and flour so it's pretty hard to screw up when you're not Mm -hmm. eating sugar and flour. So, but I'm also not losing. And actually I went to the doctor last week and I asked her about it and she said, well, you just need to exercise more, but Mm. somehow that didn't feel right in my gut. I Mm. feel like there's more to it than that. So that's my question.
0: Okay. So I have a couple of things because I'm like the queen of the tangent. So a couple of things I just want to highlight Do you guys hear how she is saying that she has a really compelling reason now? She's like, I've lost weight a million times, but I've never been able to keep it off because probably she didn't have a compelling reason. And now her compelling reason of health is really motivating her. So I just want to take a little page out of Kitsy's book and give it to you guys. So if you're struggling right now and you can't get yourself to lose weight or to maintain the weight loss that you have created, I really want you to find a compelling reason. So Kitsy's reason is health. And I guarantee that that has 20 other reasons underneath it, right? She probably, I'm guessing, we'll find out soon because she just joined the Yummy Mummy. But (laughs) what's really cool is that I'm guessing there's longevity. There's She wants to be with her grandbabies. She wants to see them grow up, get married, all of that. So I want to encourage you. This is not what we're talking about on this episode. I do have episodes on this. I want to encourage you to find a compelling reason. And compelling reasons aren't just something that happened to you. You can create them. You can find them. You can beef them up, no pun intended. You can really get curious and find your why. And if you have a why that is connected to your authenticity and is true for you, you are unstoppable. The other tangent I want to go down is most of our medical doctors in our culture have like one day of nutrition training. They're just not trained in weight loss. And it's so obvious because so many of our medical doctors actually are overweight. So I don't think it's any fault of hers that she recommended exercise, but I'm with you. I don't think that that is the answer. They've actually done meta-analysis on exercise and weight loss, and it's actually – the worst way out of the bazillion ways there are to lose weight. Is it amazing for health? Yes. Do I work out every day? Yes. Am I obsessed with it for all the things like the mental health and other health, other physical health reasons, a hundred percent, but for weight loss, it can help, but it's not the first line or the second line of defense. Okay. So I have some questions for you, Kitsi. You said you lost 20 pounds and then three weeks ago you stalled. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. How much more weight do you want to lose?
1: Oh, uh, it, probably
0: 40. Okay. So I always like my clients and you guys, she's a brand new client. She just started last Wednesday and that was just her orientation call. So we haven't even gotten into the plan. So I always like for my clients and for any of my listeners to have a plan, because if you don't have a plan, you can't look at what's working, what's not working. So you said you're doing no sugar, no flour. Are you doing or not doing anything else?
1: Oh, I limit myself. To one cocktail a week and one glass of wine. And the cocktail can't be with any sugar stuff. It can only be soda
0: or lime juice like okay. that. Got it. So one cocktail, one glass of wine, and then no sugar and no flour. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's a couple things about plateaus, y'all. Anytime you lose weight and for the last time you are going to experience a plateau, it is just the deal. It sucks. It sucks, but it's like you can't get from point A to point B without a plateau. Without You can't drive from Whole Foods to Starbucks without hitting a red light. At least in my town, you can't. It's impossible. Same applies here, but that doesn't mean we're not going to try to solve for it. So my clients will sometimes come to me and they'll be like, oh my God, I'm experiencing the worst plateau. I haven't lost weight in a week. And at that point, I would recommend that they – stay with it, that they stay patient, that they keep doing what they're doing, because oftentimes their body is just holding on to weight that it doesn't want to release yet and it will. Mm -hmm. Or, like for example, my clients will, it'll be like 10 days, but they're right about to get maybe they're about to get their period or a number of different things. Maybe they just traveled, they have inflammation from the plane. Or maybe again, they're getting their period. A lot of people gain weight right before their period. So I always want to wait 14 days and that's why I think this is the perfect question to explore because you are now at, let's say, 21-ish days Mm -hmm. in. So first question, you guys, this is what I always tell everyone. There's only two reasons you are not losing weight. It's because, number one, your plan is no longer working, which I think might be the case here, or number two, your brain is not working in terms of honoring your plan which i don't think is the case it sounds like you're being very dedicated very disciplined when it comes to your plan you're not like taking little cheats or little picks oh, no. or a little chocolate covered almond here or there no so that's the first thing you guys always want to ask yourself is it my brain does my brain need a little tweaking or does my plan need a little tweaking so i would say to kitsy your plan needs a little tweaking now what can happen is some people, it doesn't see it, like I'm looking at Kitsy right now, it doesn't seem like she is in resistance, but some clients can <laughs> get really resistance and like really put up their walls because there's like there's they're like there's nothing left. If if sugar and flour, if I've already given up sugar and flour, then there's like nothing left. There's nothing I can tweak. And one of the most important things I can say today for you listeners out there is there are always dozens more options than you are giving yourself credit to. I pinky promise. And that's one of the reasons why you guys want to be in the Yummy Mummy. You want to get coached is because sometimes you can't see those options until you start to look at everything. This just happened with a client that's in my October group. And we found out that it was this overly processed protein bar that she was eating that was actually causing her spikes. So we tweaked it. She's not like starving herself now. She's just replacing it and now she's losing weight again. So Mm -hmm. I always want to put it back on the client because you sometimes, oftentimes, have a gut instinct. And I loved what you said about your doctor. You're like, she recommend exercise and like that wasn't necessarily what I thought was it. So if I had to make you guess, like if you had to come up with like three guesses as to what it could be, what would you kind of hypothesize? Well-
1: I have a really hard time with water. Okay. I don't really drink very much water. Okay. And honest to goodness, I just, I've never been so clean in my eating where I wasn't eating some shake or some diet food or something that wasn't other, you know, God made food. Yeah. I've. I, Every time I've always lost weight, it's always been with this program, had these pills, had that medication, N- none of it. My body just doesn't want to let go of it. It mm. likes its fat.
0: <laughs> <And> it's <laughs> it's so like, funny. it's not going to let go of it very easily. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any other guesses besides water and the fact that your body likes fat?
1: <laughs> uh, well... I could probably exercise more, but honestly, all the times I've lost lots of weight before I wasn't exercising a lot. I mean, okay. probably I'm doing more than I, so
0: I don't, I don't know. Okay. Tell me Kitsy, what is a day in the life of Kitsy? Give me the day to day. Like, what are you eating? What are you eating? So like when, what you guys, and this is what I do inside the yummy mummy. So say someone's plateauing. I make them. And they have it right there they'll give me 10 days of data of every single thing that they've eaten and that way we can look at it like one time i had this client that was drinking a green tea latte from starbucks every day that had like 30 grams of sugar she didn't know and i was like oh just pull the this is so easy just pull this i had a client one time who was having like eight dates every morning for breakfast and while yes dates can be healthy Eight dates is definitely going to spike your blood sugar. And what are we learning here? We're learning blood sugar balance so that your hunger hormones come into balance. And so I was like, let's try like playing with the dates. Played with the dates. Boom. So tell me a day in the life, Kitsy.
1: Okay. So I have tried to wait till 11 to eat just okay. because this is something. One of my friend who was on Yummy Mummy, and she said that's one. So, I, so I've tried to do that. So this morning I had um, steel cut oats. And uh, non-fat yogurt on top. Okay. Uh, Instead of milk, I just had the non-fat yogurt. And honestly, that's that's what I've eaten today. And I'm I'm really, I'm not hungry. I'll probably, when we're done with this, I'll probably have an orange. And then for dinner, I made this vegetable soup. So it's homemade, so I know what's in it. And it's got a little bit of a, a ground chicken in it. Okay. And then um what else? Oh, I probably will have a couple of those wheat crackers and I mean two or three the kind that um that don't have flour in them. Okay. And uh probably another orange.
0: Okay. And like what tell me yesterday.
1: If you can remember. Okay, yesterday I went out to breakfast. Oh, we had, we had, it wasn't breakfast. They didn't, uh, fajitas. So we, I split it with a friend and, um, I had, it was steak fajitas and I had like a teaspoon of the beans and probably a teaspoon of the rice and pico de gallo and, what else? A lettuce and and the and the red and the peppers, the 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 peppers, okay. onions. Okay. And then last night I had the
0: vegetable soup, okay. uh, and I had a piece of chicken last night as well. Okay, good. I was gonna say maybe upping a little bit of the protein, so that's good. My question is, did you have the like tortillas when you had the fajitas?
1: I had one. Fl- oh, you're right. I had. I had. I'm glad you remember that. I had a flour not a flour because I'm not doing flour. I had one corn tortilla.
0: Okay. Okay, this is really good to know. So, what about your sleep? Tell me about your sleep.
1: You know, I I had I I'm I sleep well. I I'm supposed to use a sleep machine. My cardiologist says I need to do that cuz it's it's hard on my heart that I'm not using it, but I hate it because I can't go to sleep with it. Mm. Usually I'll go to bed 1030 and I get up at six, I wake up naturally at six and I feel, I I don't feel tired all day. I feel I have good, good sleep. Amazing.
0: Okay. And then what about your, I mean, I can just tell by looking at you, I'm going to know the answer to this question, but I want to, I want you guys to hear what questions I would ask somebody. So you can ask yourself if you're in a plateau, what about stress?
1: Um, today I had some stress whenever the thing that stresses me out is a computer and I was working with somebody and I'm not even talking about you you and me. I got a new computer this morning. The computer just that's where my stress is because Mm -hmm. I live really a pretty stress-free life. Um, Unless it's the computer.
0: Okay. Okay. What about your fullness, your satiety? Like when you are done Eating, how full are you? Would you say? Like, are you satisfied? Or are you full? No, I'm not full. Okay. So like you not. would want to you would want to go for like a walk around the block or you oh would... no.
1: Huh? Oh oh no, I don't feel full like that. I it's so interesting. It's like food has just become so unimportant to me. I mean, mm. that felt so strange, but it's like when I'm done eating, I'm not thinking about food anymore. Oh. I'm not Thinking about, oh my gosh, what's left? And I can't believe that I could just have as little as I've had today, the steel cut oats, which was probably a half a cup and maybe a half a cup of the yogurt. And I'm and what time is it? And I'm not thinking about food. I'm just
0: Yeah, that's so, total food freedom. It's because your hunger hormones are coming into it balance. Right? I believe that. I yes. have no nice. cravings. I cannot nice. believe how that works. I
1: cannot believe how I don't have any cravings.
0: <laughs> it is so freeing. I mean, it's it's oh. crazy, right? Like I remember in my dieting days and people would be like, oh, I just like forgot to eat lunch. And I was like, oh, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to murder you. Like, right. what do you mean you forgot to eat lunch? I would yeah. never forget to eat a meal. And now I can easily, if I'm into something, I can easily yes. forget. Just so freeing. Okay. So I think, I actually think that there are, Some low hanging fruit here that we could play with. I have one. I have some. I have one other question that I would ask, and you can answer this or not. Are you on any prescription meds that you think could affect your? Uh, Ah,
1: yes, I am. They're blood pressure meds, and then I'm on a. I've taken an antidepressant probably for twenty five years. Okay. Um,
0: Do you know know which one it is and what the? Yes, Alexa. Okay. And Um, I take a thyroid medication. Okay. I want to know about the thyroid medicine. Yeah. Why are you on the thyroid meds? Oh, because she said that I'm, she said I'm low in thyroid. Okay. So there's something else that we could look at. When is the last time that you had that tested? I think two months, three months ago. Okay. 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 So she was totally fine with it. So I actually think that the medications, you guys, like if you're listening to this, I think it's more high hanging fruit. I don't like to suggest that you touch them or talk to your doctor about them until we've really played with the low hanging fruits. Some antidepressants can be, they can cause you to gain a little bit of weight. Um, And sometimes with the thyroid meds, we need to adjust the dose. But again, I feel like that's high hanging fruit. What I want to address first is now- You guys, I'm gonna suggest something. And if Kitsy if Kitsy freaks, then that 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 is then considered high hanging fruit. So if you guys have little wubbies, like some of you have a little wubby out there and it's like it's like your yogurt or it's like a diet coke. I don't want you taking away your wubbies, like your favorite things. I'm trying to You're gonna take away my alcohol, my one drink. Oh, I would I would never take away your alcohol. Kitsy, you must not you must not know me very well. I would literally that would – that is the highest-hanging fruit on my tree, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. I actually don't think that alcohol is as big of a problem in terms of being able to lose weight as most people make it. I really think the problem with alcohol is that a lot of people believe when they – and this is not true necessarily, but people believe when they drink that they can't control themselves and then they snack. I actually don't think if you're having a little bit of wine or you're having a cocktail that doesn't have sugar in it, I really don't think it's a problem. That of course is like for you to decide. I'm talking about when it comes to weight. A lot of people will do my program and they'll be like, you know what? This extra alcohol that I'm drinking is has a, a net negative on my life. So I want to start to move away from it. For me, I'm like, I love my wine. I'm going to drink a lot of wine and it is a net neutral to a net positive. Now, sometimes I'll limit it here and there if, you know, if it COVID and it's getting a little out of hand, right? And that's fine. And I can totally do that. I use the yummy mummy tools to do that. But no, I'm not going to take away your alcohol. And I'm not going to take away anything, right? Because that is like a tenant of the yummy mummy method, is that you guys are in full choice. I just help you. I what I'm doing really is just asking questions. That's it. And then making suggestions. And then you guys just get to decide, okay, right? Like, say I suggest eight things, kitsy, and you're like, no. I don't want to do any of those, right? That I suggest seven more. And you're like, nope, not available for any of that. Then that's great because then you get to choose to ride out the plateau and see if you lose any more. And if you don't, then you get to choose to stay where you're at, right? This client that I had that I just mentioned, she loves that protein bar. She really liked that protein bar. And I was like, well, what if we just made a swap for a little bit and and just to see? And she's like, okay, I'll do it. And then she started losing weight and it was worth it for her. Right But she she didn't have to give it up. She just had the choice and she had the data. She's like, okay, Laura's first suggestion is this protein bar. I can not give it up and stay the same or I can try giving up, see if it's really that bad and then see if I lose. And she did. And now she's like, I actually don't really care about that protein bar. So my recommendation, a couple here, a couple here, I would be curious to swap, the steel cut oats and the oatmeal for a more savory breakfast, like a, like an egg situation. Are you into eggs or not so much? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just so much easier. I do the oatmeal
0: once a week and then I just put it in the microwave, but no, I want to lose weight. I am not somebody like who's here to take, like take away all the food groups, but I will say that steel cut oats can spike your blood sugar which can spike your insulin which will cause your body to hold on to fat. The other thing mm-hmm. about the yogurt is non-fat yogurt typically will have more sugar than full fat yogurt. So if you were going to keep it or you were going I know. I know, especially for those of us that like lived and breathed in the 90s and we were taught fat, fat free I actually like the full fat yogurt because it has less sugar. And you can actually get sugar-free yogurt too now. You can get sugar-free Greek yogurt. So if you really want to keep your yogurt, I would just make that swap. Because most likely the steel-cut oats with the non fat yogurt is going to spike you. Now what I found to be really interesting, you guys, and I wonder if you guys heard it too. She's like, it's just so much easier to do the steel-cut oats. Okay, how much easier is it? Let's talk about that for a second. (laughs) Like, okay, so how long will it take you to make eggs? Like, what's your favorite type of eggs?
1: Uh, Over easy, but but it's like with an egg, then I always want a piece of toast. And the toast I have is not flour. It's, I don't know, some kind of seeds. It's Ezekiel. Ezekiel.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then
1: I think, oh then I'm going to, and maybe that's fine. Maybe these, I mean, yeah, maybe that's, I'm happy to try
0: it. I would just test it. And then if you're going to keep the Ezekiel bread, so I would test like a week of just eggs. And if you wanted to do some berries, if you wanted to do some like turkey sausage, or you wanted to do some straight up bacon, like make it a nice breakfast for yourself. Okay. And this is what'll happen. You guys, people will say, Oh yeah, I know. But like, I can't do it because steel cut oats is so much easier. And I'm like, okay, let's actually do the math. How long does it take to make steel cut oats, right? And this is where, I mean, she's on board, so I don't really actually need to coach her. But if you were somebody who was resistant to making eggs instead of steel cut oats, I would coach you on the thought, which is a choice, right? Thoughts are sentences in our brain. And we can choose to believe them. We can choose to continue to entertain them or we can swap them. So If she continues or if you like the listener, because again, Kitsie's like, I want to lose weight. I don't care if it's hard, right? But if you're out there and you're like, no way am I going to swap it because it's so hard. I'm like, really? Is it that hard? Because for me, like I like scrambled eggs. So scrambled eggs versus steel steel cut oats. It's actually like pretty negligible. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'll give it to you. Worst case scenario, making eggs versus steel cut oats and yogurt is going to take you, I don't know. 25 minutes longer per week. It's really not going to be that much longer. And that's where we want to catch ourselves. That's where the thought work is so important because we're walking around being like, oh, it's just, it's too hard, right? It's too hard. It's too much. It takes too much time. And I'm like, it takes four minutes. And this is the thing that you say that you want the most. So you choose. And again, this isn't so much for Kitty because she's so on board and she's like, I don't, you know, I don't really care. So that would be the first thing that I would offer you. And then I would start to pay attention. Now, you guys, I told you, she's in the Yummy Mummy experience. We haven't gotten to the module on, on what I teach called the Hunger Scale. And this is where I want you to, and it sounds like she's already doing this. She's. I want you eating until you're satisfied or you're satiated or sated, whatever word you want to use. Not until you're so full, which it sounds like she's doing. But I wonder if, there was a point where you could stop at like 10%. Mm-hmm. A lot of my clients find that this is very low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. This is just not that hard to just go 10% and they actually start to see a difference with that. Mm-hmm. So I really think honestly, your breakfast is where it's at. Okay. Oh, how much water are you drinking, Kitsy? Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe at the most, one of
0: these a day. Okay, what else do you drink?
1: I have coffee in the morning. That's about it. I have two cups of coffee.
0: Okay. And once
1: a week, a glass of wine.
0: <laughs> well, if you're getting that glass of wine and then you're getting plenty of hydration. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you know what? I would up that. I would actually recommend that you include electrolytes in your water because number one, they I think they taste amazing. And number two, it'll actually hydrate you more. So the ones that I love, everybody knows if you listen to this podcast, I love the electrolytes called L M N T L letter L letter M letter N letter T element and they're sugar-free electrolyte packs and, and throw them in your water. So I would try to go for two of those if you can, or maybe just one and a half. So here's where I differ from a lot of coaches. It's like I want you to get and a lot of coaches are like this too. I want you to get 1% better. Mm-hmm. So can you literally just drink a whole one of those for the next week and mm-hmm. then the next week one and a quarter and then the next week one and a half and then by then you'll have your electrolytes that will have come in the mail and you can see if that helps. That helps me. Mm-hmm. Like I I admit it. Like I just this I'm like this water is boring but this watermelon flavor oh my god i could drink it all day long so i easily i used to be my friends used to make fun of me so like so badly they would be like you're gonna die you you are so dehydrated you don't drink anything now i drink one of these giant things plus more per day easily because of the electrolytes and the electrolytes are now being shown to hydrate you more than just straight water so i think that that could really and do you impact. buy those online the electrolytes yes go yep i can send i'll send you i'll put the link in in our slack okay but yeah I think you guys the website for you listening now is drinklmnt.com I literally need to reach out to them and be like hey you guys need to like hook me up and pay me because I send everybody to them tell me what is happening with the what are these wheat crackers that you're eating I know you just said a couple and I'm getting nitpicky but what are they
1: I don't even know the name of them. I get them, get them at Costco. My other friend who was on Yummy Mummy, she's the one that told me about them. And she's about as careful as I am. So I know they must have passed the test. Yeah, so-
0: I'm sure they're fine. Um, the only other thing I, I would say is when you have an orange, maybe have a tiny piece of cheese or a tiny piece of nut butter. Because sometimes when you eat, this is a little bit more high-hanging fruit. I actually wouldn't try this unless you really want to until a couple, couple weeks down the road, just having a little fat and a little protein with the fruit, because again, fruit by itself, they call it like naked carbs fruit by itself can spike you. But if you pair it with a little avocado, which is kind of weird, avocado or a little bit of cheese or a little, like a couple nuts. And I'm, you guys do not go crazy with the nuts. Sometimes that's low hanging fruit for people because people are grabbing a handful of nuts here and there and they're literally eating like a cup of nuts, which is like could sustain them for like three days. So, so just a little bit because what it'll do, it'll blunt the spike that you'll get from eating the orange alone, from having like the naked carbs. Okay. And again, what we're doing here, we're not doing calories in, calories out. What we're trying to do is to get those nice rolling hills of your blood sugar and your insulin. Mm-hmm. So I think that's enough to start. Which again, sometimes people will. Be a little let down when I'm not like do 8,000 things, but no, we actually want to just change these very, we want to change very small things because then we have clean data. If I tell you to implement eight different things, we're not going to know which one worked and which one didn't work. And then you might be doing things unnecessarily without Mm -hmm. any benefit. Mm -hmm. So I would start with the breakfast and then, Mm -hmm. and then we'll just go from there is what I would say, but I guarantee that you will. I guarantee you will find that you'll start losing. Now, the other thing I would say is, did you guys hear? She said at the very beginning, she said, my body doesn't want to let go of the fat. So do you believe that, Kitsy? Yeah, I do. Yeah, she does. I mean, you could tell, right? So when you think that thought, it's not a fact, it's just a thought. When you think that thought, oh, my body just doesn't want to release this fat. How do you feel? Stuck, stuck, and then do you do anything or not do anything because you feel stuck?
1: No, I don't do anything. I just, I just go through a hopeless moment. Mm. It kind of unmotivates me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then do you do anything? Might you have, might you have a little pick of food when you're not hungry? Honestly,
1: I've never been this good in my life. I can't even. I can't even okay. come up with a, a okay. time where I'm screwing
0: up. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. So I just want to offer just so that you can feel better on this journey that we switch that thought. Okay. So is it, is it possible that your body actually wants to release that just in its own timing? Yes. Yeah, so I'm not necessarily going to coach her, you guys, to be like, my body loves to release fat. My body's a fat-burning machine, right? I'm not necessarily coaching her to do a 180 on the initial thought of my body doesn't want to let go. I just want her to inch forward towards like it's possible Mm -hmm. that my body does want to lose weight. It's possible that it just wants to do it at this speed. It's possible that it's just teaching me what foods work best for it. So I want you to find a thought that feels better because how do you want to feel on this journey? My guess is you don't want to feel like hopeless, like you said. (laughs) So if you had to pick an emotion.
1: And I don't want to feel like it's not sustainable. Right. And I want to change that thought. Even just a small conversation. I don't want to say stuck. I, I don't want to do all the things that I've done before that after a certain amount of time.
0: Don't work, and that is. I we're just we're not yeah. doing that. We're not doing that. So let's pick an emotion that you want to feel on your journey. What would you say you want to feel?
1: I want to feel um joyful. I want to feel well. Successful is a yeah. An, That's yeah. what I
0: was going to say. Okay, so why? And is, I want to
1: feel. I want to feel younger as well. You know, just energetic.
0: All the things that that losing weight brings. Yeah. Okay, energetic, joyful, successful. So for, and I want you guys to all ask yourself this on your weight loss journey: How do you want to feel? Now, Kitsy hasn't learned this yet inside the yummy mummy, but what we're about to learn is that our thoughts create our feelings. So feelings don't just happen to us; our thoughts create our feelings. So for homework, and maybe we can brainstorm a couple now. What could you think in order to feel joyful? Like, how can we direct your brain so that you're not feeling hopeless? And yes, you might have moments here and there, and that's okay too. We can hold space for that. But what thought can you think to feel joyful on this journey? I live in a place where I just
1: have an incredible view. And I'm looking at the computer, I'm looking over the computer, and I just feel such joy when I see... Mm. the beauty in nature. I, I don't know if that's what you're talking yes. about. Yes.
0: Oh my God. Yes. Because we can get so caught up in the little minutia, right? Like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work. My body doesn't want to release fat. And it's like, hey, yes, I do want you to come up with a thought that's like directly related to this, but I think it's very helpful. Like I do the same thing with the sky. I'm like the sky, it's magic. Like if I can focus on the bigger picture, the smaller little like moment to moment things sort of dissipate. So yeah, like I would use that to your advantage. Like, oh, look at the beauty. Look at the beauty. But mm-hmm. when it comes to your journey, you want to feel joyful on your weight loss journey. So what could you think? Maybe your brain's like, oh, "Kitsy, our body doesn't like to lose fat. What do you want to say back to it? How do you want to counter that?
1: I just had this picture of my hands opening up and just releasing what I have kept captive. You know, I just like releasing that thought, letting go of that thought and embracing a new thought.
0: Oh my God. You're taking it to like a whole nother level. I'm obsessed. Yeah. So maybe it's like, I I love that. Like, because Because what you're doing is you're not only thinking, you're bringing your body into it too. Yeah, And so you can actually do that. You can like literally release the thought. Yeah. And maybe the thought, the new thought that brings you joy is like, let's just see, like we're not going to quit. This is totally different. Like one step at a time. Those are the thoughts that like I love to think and I loved to think Mm -hmm. on my journey that made me feel happy and joyful and like one day at a time. And Mm -hmm. to your point, like I always like to bring it to the bigger picture, like Right now, there's so much to be joyful about for, so much to be grateful for. Let's focus on this. this. This other thing is done. It's as good as done as long as we just keep taking the next best step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do any of those thoughts resonate with you? Yeah, they all do. And sometimes, you guys, you don't need a new thought. Sometimes you just have to release the old thought, like she was saying. Yeah. And actually, you know, it helps me
1: to put my hand in like fists and actually imagining those thoughts Mm. flowing out of my mind.
0: Yeah. And you guys, it makes a big difference. This is really not just about her swapping her steel cut oats for eggs. It's not. Yes, that's part of it. But the other part is the thought work, because if she continues to think and believe that her body doesn't want to lose fat, it will eventually get her. It'll get her down eventually because on the hundredth and 10th time she thinks it, she's going to feel hopeless and she's going to throw in the towel. So we have to interrupt those thoughts and put new thoughts in or at least release them because otherwise they will get you. They will get you. They will come and they will get you. And we
1: mm-hmm. become
0: a victim to them when we don't know that we're in charge. And so many of us haven't been taught how to mm-hmm. think. Thank God for the yummy mummy. We're going to learn how to think and we're going to learn how to feel. Mm-hmm. And we're going to learn all the things. So any other questions, Kitsie? Does this feel like a good starting point for you to overcome this plateau?
1: Yeah. I mean, I really came thinking that it was going to be a physical solution. But I feel more than making the physical changes, the big deal is going to be, you know, releasing those thoughts. It's like the food is minor compared to the prison that
0: my mind has kept me in for so long. I know this was like the missing piece for me. I swear to God and for everybody inside the program because, and you guys have heard this on the podcast and Kitsie, you're going to learn this this week and next week, but our thoughts create our results and it's really hard to see that in weight loss, but we're going to break it down and you guys can go back to some of the podcast episodes on the model, but our thoughts create our results. And so it's really important that we manage and we're we're strict with our brains and our thoughts because- You, everyone out there, every and this is like I only say this to empower you. Whatever you weigh right now is just because of a thought that you've had in the past. Because your thoughts create the number on the scale. Which thank God, because our thoughts are choices, we can change them, and therefore we can change the number on the scale. We are not a victim to the number on the scale. We're not. We have agency and we have choice. Thank freaking God. All right, Mm -hmm. Kitsy, anything else that you want to say before we end? I'm just very excited to be on this journey. Mm, I'm so happy that you're here. It's so fun. I love it. All right, you guys, let me know if you like this episode. Go leave a rating or review. And if you are ready to join the Yummy Mummy experience, get your booty on the waitlist at lauraconley.com. Click work with me. Doors are going to open end of March, beginning of April. And there's a special little bonus for those of you that are on the waitlist. So I will see you next week. Have the best week ever. Thank you so much, Kitsy. You are the absolute best. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would love it. Love it. If you leave a rate, review, and a subscribe on whatever you're listening to this podcast in. Pretty, pretty pleased with a cherry on top. It would help me so much and it would help all the other mamas out there hear this message. Thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. And you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy experience. It's my proven lose weight for the last time group coaching and course. Head to lauraconley.com and just click work with me. Other than that, you guys, I would love to give you a free gift. If you want your free listener only gift, go to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. And from there, you will get your free best ever weight loss pack. So cool. The last thing I want to tell you, you guys, is I do have a free Facebook group. It's called, you guessed it, the Yummy Mummy. Lose weight for the last time, end body drama, and get food freedom. You can just search that on Facebook, or again, you can head to the show notes, and you'll find the link there. All right, you guys, have the best day ever.